Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the MasterChef After Show. It is the finale. We got the... Everything going on is about to go down. Make sure you watch because we're going to talk about the winner and we got two guests coming down. Let's go. Let's get it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> <laughs> the champions. Oh, Frank, it's still committed My to the finger guns. I know, and this is a hard <laughs> finger-pointing, like, beat. Like, you have oh. to really be skilled at finger-pointing. Finger finger-pointing. Point it, finger-pointing. 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 Yeah, it. you gotta punch it up. <laughs> sorry, Internet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, man. The champions. <laughs> the champions of the world. Um, man, this was crazy. This was crazy. Um, it was a good episode. Um, we found out who won. Um, we're going to talk to some people about it. But first off, I'm going to give my name. <laughs> because that's what I'm supposed to do first. My name is Lim Gonzalez. Uh, and I'm so glad uh, to be here with everyone. And the whole panel is here. Whole yes. family. Yes. The Next whole family. to me is um, the amazing, the incomparable beautiful Ashley on camera, Stop. Ashley Cheney. Stop it. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So good to be here. Yes. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? And the cook extraordinaire chef of the panel, the expert, Carlina is here. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, unfortunately, he's not a champion. <laughs> He's <laughs> less than a champion. That's right. No. <laughs> I, I am a loser through and through. A loser through and through. But he's champion of the losers. That's right. Yeah, there you go. I'll no. take that title. Uh, congratulations on hosting your first ever show here. Yeah. You're, 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 you're crushing it. You're crushing it. Doing so oh good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Frank Moran, everybody. Hooray. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> he serves it right back. Serving it I back. I mean, it's, it's the last... You know what it is? I'm just really emotional because it's the last episode of the season. Yeah. So, um, excuse me if I may stumble because, <clears throat> you know, um, emotions run high. Emotions run yeah. high. Um, you know, we're dealing with food. We're dealing with master chefs. We're dealing mm-hmm. with, you know, all kinds of things. And so, yeah, excuse me while I'm in my feelings. Don't you worry. You, you know, right here. You need a little... Exactly. You need a little tissue, exactly. a little shoulder. Cue the Drake song, please. We got you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we do have a guest on the line. I'm super excited. He is a returning guest. He's been here once before, and he's amazing, and he's in the top three, and we saw him put it down. Cesar is with yeah. us! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. hey, guys. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Yeah, I'm here. It was a... I was surprised at how good the editing and everything went down for the finale. It was probably the best episode. Wow. I lied. After the 
Emily Shenick episode, this was the second best. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a serious episode. I agree with you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's dive right into it. Let's talk about, um, you know, it's the top three. Um, I mean, you were, it's no secret, you know, you were definitely slated to be the champion. Um, I think you were definitely the front runner going into it. Um, how did you feel, you know, being at the top, top three, your family is there. You got this, you know, the, the, the other cooks, home cooks have returned. What is your feeling at that point? Um, the aspect of the live audience. And like you said, the families being there, the returning cooks just gave it an entirely different element to, to that cook. And I, it was one of those surreal experiences where I was watching myself from like above the whole time. I mean, I was watching it unfold and seeing all of us go through this. And uh, by far, one of my favorite experiences that I've had uh, up to up to this point in the in the competition. Wow. What, what was different about this season of MasterChef for the finale is that we've never seen the the home cooks go home and the judges visit them there. For you, right? Exactly. How long did you have? Uh, did you get a chance to go home? And how long were you there before you had to fly back and do the finale? It wasn't that long. It was a matter of a few days. Uh, we got back, and I think we had a day with our family. And then, you know, the arrangements started being happening. I was like, hey, you know, because um, uh, they came to our, job, our places of employment first, mm. and then to the families, to, to the families and to the homes as well. So um, for all three of us, I think that was just something, like you said, it's never been done before. So we're so happy that we got to be the first ones to experience that. I mean, to have on in my house eating with my family yeah. same thing for for Jerron and for Ashley that's that's n we're the only three that can say that right now and that's that's an amazing feeling very special one thing I have because they what's always interesting when a when a judge goes and visits somebody in their hometown is that you get a chance for them to kind of break down what the strategy is and what you're trying to do for the finale we just saw like a just a small smattering of what uh, Aron asked you in terms of what you were going to prepare for the finale. Did you guys actually get any chance to talk off camera just a little bit more in depth about what you wanted to do? And did he give you any tips or advice? Uh, yeah, the uh, the visits were actually a long lot longer than you know they showed, and we know that for editing. But Aron was at my job for about two hours. Oh, uh, he wow. came into one of my classes, and my students were just you know over the moon about it. And then we had the time at the at my house at my parents' house, and then we rode around the car for a good forty five minutes. Uh, oh, wow. he, I, he just asked me to show him, you know, where the spots that I grew up around, what my neighborhood was like. And during that car ride, and is really when we had that one to one of, you know, you you've done this well, you you know, you kind of struggled in these points. What are you thinking for your final dishes? And he was just giving me some feedback. And it's a shame that they didn't show it uh, because I'm sure the experience was the same for the other two uh, finalists. But like the judge, Aron opened up to me, you know, he started talking about his past and his upbringing hmm. and the role that his mom had with him. And, you know, how his he, he lost his dad kind of young. So uh, just growing up through, through the industry and having all these different mentors that also were, were father figures. And just for him to open up like that and, say, and share something so personal, make those home visits that much, that much more special. We saw um, my favorite part about, um, you know, the, him visiting your home is your mom and how mm -hmm. she was talking. And she seemed to be getting emotional because, you know, she's talking about, you know, the experience you had and, and bringing you over, um, you know, from your home country. And just, you know, basically that she gave you everything. You know, she did everything for you. How did that feel hearing that from your mom and then even having her own, you know, in the presence of that? Um, 
that was a very emotional moment. And that's something I've always known about my mom, but she's never vocalized it like that. Mm. So to see her get emotional and, you know, my aunt, uncle, a few of my cousins were there. Uh, it was really a touching moment for us as a family. And to have a chef Aron there and once my mom was done talking, you know, he related how his family upbringing is very similar. Uh, his mom has made the same kind of sacrifices that my mom has. And when I went off to do this, this, this cool, amazing adventure, I never saw me being like uh, a spokesperson for the immigrant community. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until it started airing that I started getting all these amazing messages of like, hey, you know, thanks for sharing that. Uh, my parents, you know, went through the same thing. Like the episode when I explained about my dad uh, dumpster diving, mm. I, you know, I got a, a handful of messages and things like, yeah, my my parents, you know, I had to go through that too. And to be able to showcase my mom's struggle, sacrifices, and what she did for us was uh, something that I can hang my hat on and be really proud about. Wow. Yeah, I really loved watching your mom. I have it in my notes. I was like, Cesar's mom is the best. <laughs> like just having her like watch you and cheer you on out of, okay, the three rounds. I'm curious to see which one of your dish you think was the most challenging. I would have to say it was my appetizer. Yep. Um, yeah. It, I had, I, I used going on three, there. I used three blender, three blender cups, a food processor, uh, a deep fryer, a comal, like literally every piece of equipment and every technique, <laughs> I, I put it into that into that appetizer. And it was, I'm just happy I got it off and it came out the way I wanted to. So that, that was my most complex and time-consuming uh, dish. I love how... Um... You know, they're showing, you know, when you put the tortillas in the deep fryer mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, is it going to rise? Everybody's, so gonna rise? everybody's like, <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I think it rose. And then everybody's like clapping. Like, that was I, like my favorite part I of that. I knew it was going to rise. I was yeah. like, just wait for it. Yeah, just wait for it. Just wait for it. Well, Cesar, before you do the finale, uh, when you're still at home, do you just do your own like mock kind of finale challenge to yourself? Kind of put, you know, 90 minutes, you know, 60 minutes on Timing, the clock? Yeah. yeah. And then just do these dishes? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, the few, you know, the few days that we were back home, that's what I did. I would set timers and I would make sure. I mean, I had to wash a ridiculous amount of dishes practicing, <laughs> but that's that's exactly what I did. That's dope. Um, I want to get into. So, you you know, obviously you do your appetizer, you do your mm -hmm. entree and your dessert. Um, I don't remember. And maybe you guys can help me as. But in previous seasons, I feel like they eliminated one person, and then it came down to the, to the top two. two. two, two. Um, so they kept all three of you on this particular season. Um, did you feel that once everything was done, because you know all three of you were still there, how you felt? Did you feel like confident, like you know this is mine, or did you have any reservations? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, the. Pr so the appetizer round happened mm -hmm. and, you know, all the judges went and, and they were giving us their, their opinion on our dishes and just some of the things that Chef Gordon was saying and Chef Aron, uh, I kind of started reading between the lines and I was like, maybe, uh, maybe it's not in the bag. Uh, mm. They were very complimentary and they were saying stuff like, you know, regardless of what happens tonight, you have a bright future in this industry and, you know, it's been a pleasure to watch you all season um, you know, and, and you're just, your food has always been, always been something that we enjoyed. Um, so I was happy after the appetizer round and then in the entree, 
I, I think in the on no, it wasn't until the dessert. It wasn't until the dessert where I, where I was like, because I felt I took the appetizer round mm-hmm. and uh, my entree round. You know, the Doug was a little overcooked, but I still I still think my sauce was. Mm-hmm. was ridiculous you know my mole really oh, came where, up where's that yeah. recipe where's that one hour recipe i want it yeah that that one that one is well, i i practiced that one a ridiculous amounts of time uh and it came down to i could get it i nailed it and uh like i made it at home a couple of times and it was like no this is good even for an hour you you were able to pack that much flavor into this sauce and in the dessert it's kind of when i, I became a little unraveled because i wasn't able to put one of my components on there and Ashley was. I was like, Ashley finished all of her dessert. And, I was, and that's where I was like, okay, you know, it could go either way now. It's up for grabs. Hmm. If you were making that, that the entree again, would you consider, would you still use the duck breast? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. And really, I should have, I, I, I had it in my mind. I was like, okay, it's expected to, it's an entree, so you're expected to see protein. Uh, you know, that's that's just the custom we have here in America. Uh, but there's a restaurant in Mexico City that I respect a lot. It's called uh, Puyol. And there, they just literally serve one dollop of the mole and, like, tortillas on the side for you to make tacos. Oh, no wow. vegetables, no protein, nothing. Just, like, this nice circle of mole on a plate. And part of me wanted to do that where I was just like, I- I'm going to leave the duck off. Or I'm not – I'm going to serve a vegetarian, you know, mm-hmm. uh, entree. But I guess I fell into that trap of people oh. expect to see some sort of protein on an entree dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. tricky. That would have been an interesting uh, gamble. I wonder how they would have reacted right? without a protein. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's yeah. several types of protein. He could have, like, you know, done egg, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I mean, and I think, too, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen this, you know, time and time again. I think anytime you push the envelope, if it works, you know, it mm-hmm. does happen. But like you said, you know, it's easy to be comfortable and be like, okay, they expect a protein. Let me give them a protein. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you see what happens. But it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked really, I it, wanted yeah. to I wanted to eat it. Um, all of it. <laughs> so, I don't care. I don't care if it was dry. I was like, I don't care. I will use that mole. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. How was it um, for you having your family there, like watching you compete and being there to support you? Oh, I loved it. I, I love that extra layer of having them and listening. Because at home, my sisters aren't very, I mean, they're sisters, you know, they're not very vocal about, you know, being uh, proud of my accomplishments mm-hmm. and they're always giving me a hard time. I think I told you last time mm-hmm. that they're my biggest trolls on, on social media. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but I could hear them, you know, I could hear them, uh, them shouting, you know, hurry up and that, and that's their way of showing me, you know, how proud they were of everything that I've accomplished this season. So it was, it was amazing. I, I love the fact that they were there. Well, let's also talk about the, cause you mentioned for the dessert that you didn't get a chance to put one component on there. Did mm-hmm. it all come down to the cut? Was that the sole reason? Uh, yes, it, it was the sole reason. And it wasn't, I, I didn't cut myself there. Like I reopened a wound. Uh, I had cut myself maybe two or three days before. And when I was doing that dessert, because it was another one with a lot of components, I turned around too quickly and I hit that pinky on the on the stand mixer. Mm. And when I hit it, that's when it reopened that wound that wasn't completely healed. Mm. But because I had the finger caught, you know, for hygiene purposes, 
the, it started filling up with, with the blood. So it became like this little bubble of blood oh at the gosh. tip of my pinky. Mm. And I was like, okay, I can't keep going like that. Let me run back to the equipment room. I'll take the old one off, you know, clean myself up and switch into a new one. So when I go to peel the finger cut that's filled with blood, that's when all that uh, the blood that had accumulated splattered onto mm. my chef jacket. Oh my god! And of course, it seemed, and you know, I, I bet they were like, "Yes, we got this amazing moment <laughs> on, on television." Right. Because <laughs> like four cameras just swooped in on me, yeah. and they're like, "Let's make sure we capture this." <laughs> and I, I lost a good six, seven minutes while they cleaned me up, rebandage, mm-hmm. and put that glove on me. And then I just, you know, I was like, I ran up there and I was like, do I attempt to, you know, finish my moves or do I plate the components that I have? Mm-hmm. And I went with plate the components that you have. And you were fantastic and a trooper. First of all, I have to give you credit for putting Tamron in your caramel. What? Mind blown. <laughs> Cesar, you know, I, you knew, you knew, you were like, Carlita's going to give me credit for that. Like, you knew it. We went back in time and you're like, I'm going to meet her. And I knew. Back <laughs> in time. <laughs> oh, man. Got into the Dor- Dor- DeLorean again. And the DeLorean. Exactly. Back in there. The DeLorean. Exactly. But, but I'm curious, wait, can you repeat one more time? Like, what was that component that you forgot to put on there? Okay. So the complete dessert mm-hmm. was the flourless chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. The uh, tamarind caramel, and then I had the sautéed mango with lime zest, and then the component I didn't get on there was a lime and coconut mousse. Oh, yeah. ah, that yeah. would have set it off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that would have set it off. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm just drooling over here. <laughs> Lime and coconut muse. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that my all-time favorite. Yeah, that one is flourless chocolate cake is my all-time yeah. favorite. First ever fancy dessert I ever had at a restaurant was flourless chocolate right. cake. Really? With a lime, uh, lime grenache on top, or like Man. a lime. Oh, yeah. nice. And I've never, never forgotten. It was the first moment that I had like fine dining. And so for forever, if there's ever a flourless mm-hmm. chocolate cake on the menu, that's what I go to. That's what you get. Aww. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. I'm so hungry. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Cesar, where are you? Come, come yeah. dessert for us. Yeah. Um, one last question. I wanted to know, like, when you were, when you know, we interviewed you last, you said that uh, at your school where you teach at, um, you, mm-hmm. they allowed you to now uh, teach uh, a cooking class. Um, yep. I wanted to know how that's going. Is there any more developments on that or anything added in the school? Uh, yeah, I mean... The school was just a buzz with me being a contestant on MasterChef and getting it so far. And the cooking class is going really well. Uh, I've had my students practice their knife skills for the first few weeks. And we have our first event tomorrow, actually. Uh, There's going to be a district kind of Hall of Fame uh, ceremony for some of the old uh, alum athletes that are coming back. And we're going to be we're going to be my students and I are going to be providing some appetizers for it. So we're doing some sopes and some ceviche. And just uh, things that speak to our community. So it's it's been a lot of fun being able to teach this class. Nice. Awesome. Nice. That doesn't make yeah. you nervous giving a bunch of kids knives? <laughs> <laughs> no? At first, okay. I was like, man, there's, you know, I had a big stack of Band-Aids. I was like, I'm going to run through this on the first day. But uh, luckily, they've been they've been cautious enough. I've only had one cut so far, so oh, I'll take that as a victory. That's pretty good. That's right. Yeah, that is good. They okay. maybe should bring. I mean, I, home ec back. Like, how old does home ec go back? To? I had home ec in school. Did you have home ec? It was my no, favorite class. I, I didn't. You did not. You did not. No. 
Yeah, I I did not, but All I right, think maybe relaxed. maybe my I just think maybe I have a it was in a hood school. Like, I, learned, I, just, I learned how to <laughs> sew. I learned how to make really? chocolate chip cookies. Was really? it a public school? Sure was. Really? Wow, wow this yeah. is somewhere in the burbs. Oh, this was in the uh, sticks of Virginia. <laughs> they were training me to be a mama. Oh, <laughs> was, okay. That that's was, right. uh, yeah, I was in South Sac, so they didn't have uh, uh, they didn't have anything like that. Um, they just wanted you to come to class. <laughs> Cesar, certainly with what we've seen throughout the season, that uh, as certain chefs get eliminated, they uh, the judges kind of open the door to kind of helping them out, continue their culinary journey. Uh, mm-hmm. Finishing this, uh, did Chef Aron keep the door open in terms of any mentorship or giving you assistance going forward? Um, I really wish they, you know, they aired it. But both uh, Chef Gordon and Chef Aron uh, said the doors to their restaurants were were open for me, and that was, you know, that was an amazing comment. Immediately after the episode ended, uh, I forwarded a letter to um, to you know the Master Chef team. Uh, so they can forward it to to Chef Ramsey, and hopefully, uh, you know, something can come of that offer. And uh, I was really happy to hear that from both of them. And I want to pursue spending time, you know, in their kitchens if that's possible for you know just to keep growing and keep uh, improving my skills. Awesome, that's dope. We well, Cesar, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Um, congratulations on being in the top three. Yes, yeah. thank you guys. Yes, and hopefully, uh, I'm looking for that cookbook to come out yes. so I can just put it on my shelf and look at it because yeah. I won't be using it. I don't cook, so. Yay! Yay! Thank you guys. It was a pleasure. Right. Yes. You're always welcome on Cooking with Carlina. Yes, <laughs> I got you. I'm, I'll, I'll make a shout out and we'll see what we can do together. That'd be cool. Right yes. before, right before we let you go, um, Cesar, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, once again, it's Take underscore Sun on my Instagram, T-A-Q-U-E underscore S-O-N. And uh, I have a lot of Eat With dinners coming up and a lot of events around Houston. So uh, definitely keep up and you're in the Houston area. Come out and say hi and try some of the food. That's what's yeah. up. Yes. Change that battery on your fire alarm. Change that battery on your fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> or somebody's burning something up. So tend to that. <laughs> All right, Cesar, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Have thank a good you night. so much, guys. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Um, Frank, why don't you tell the people a bar about Afterbus? Oh, that know. seems so so personal. I know. But all right. <laughs> I guess I can do that. <laughs> you know, Afterbus is our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve you, the television fan. None. Not one. Bar none. none. But we need your help. We're asking that you subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, Carlina, do they have to worry about them? Nope. No. You know, why? Because they're, they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel. Check out our other AfterBuzz TV content as well. And let us know you did so in the comments. And, you know, even though this is the last MasterChef show, do so in the comments because, you know, Lem reads these. He sits at night uh, with a you know, nice, nice <laughs> bottle of Ripple, and he reads those comments. Ripple. And uh, he's going to find you there on social media and give you a personalized shout-out right there on social media. It's going to be beautiful. So make sure you do that. Uh, for now, though, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. There it that's is. That's right. That's right. And shout out to everybody that's in the live chat with us tonight. Yeah. If you've got any questions for our next guest, Junie, uh, hit us up in the live chat. I see you, Bailey. I see you, Strat O'Caster. Clever name. Uh, we're in the live chat. Hit us up. We're talking with you there. Yeah. So as promised, we do have two guests. We just had Cesar and, ladies and gentlemen, Master Chef in the house, Judy, is with us. Yes. yes. Judy, we're so glad to have you. 
What's I'm going glad on? to be here. What's going on, man? Um, not much, you know, just kind of settling in now that the whole buzz of the show is over mm-hmm. and just, you know, really congratulating everybody and talking to everybody about everything that went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just, you know, enjoying life now, now that all this is over. <laughs> <laughs> so you're free and clear. You can spill all the tea you want right now. Oh, everything's uh, out. Yeah. It's. It's like almost one o'clock where I'm at, mm-hmm. so I can't be having tea because otherwise I'm not going to go to sleep. So I have some water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ready to spill it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the first big question is: Were you uh, happy with the results on who won the season? You know what? I was surprised. Um, like no tea, no shade. Probably a little <laughs> bit of shade, but <laughs> you know, like. From the beginning, having been in that kitchen with the other contestants and just also watching the show develop, um, you know, post-production, Caesar and Ashley have been like the strongest competitors, at least from what I've seen, and the most consistent. So like, I was a little surprised when Jerron won. I mean, he did definitely like step up his game from where everything went down, Um, but I was just kind of like, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I felt like this episode certainly made it in the edit. Uh, very much gave Jaron kind of like the underdog feel that you feel mm-hmm. like you, yeah. you know, but root for him. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I was surprised too, and I love Jaron, and mm. I wanted to see him win, but I was surprised because I think to, uh, to Junie's point and all of our panelists, both Ashley and Cesar were fierce competitors. But we can we just talk about Emily for a quick sec? Like Emily was also crazy good. What what was your yeah. experience with Emily, Judy? Oh my God. So I, I, you know, the two people that I still, that I still stay in contact with like every day are Caesar and Emily. Aww. And that is because those two are, you know, like committed to, to their craft. They're so smart. They're so um, like amazing in the kitchen. They're so creative. And so like I draw some of my creativity and like, I'm actually planning uh, some catering events Um, And I was like running some menu ideas by them. And, you know, I trust their judgment, which, you know, if you recall back to my episode, those are my (laughs) two first picks when (laughs) I my team because I was like, I want Caesar and I want Emily. And everything happened. But those two are the best. They're very good. Junie, can you just give us um, a kind of a synopsis about your experience on MasterChef? Mm -hmm. What did you take from your experience personally? Mm -hmm. Um. In, from my experience on the show, I I don't know. It gave me, I guess, the validation and the self-confidence that I didn't think that I needed. Um, you know, the way that I present myself, I present myself as, you know, the happy-go-lucky and I try to be, you know, clever and witty. Um, but, you know, a lot of that comes from this facade that I put on to compensate for some of the struggles that I've faced in life, you know, from bullying, racism, discrimination, um, my mother's deportation, you know, all these negative things that are around me. Um, But just showing that the things that I have a passion for, and, you know, I valued as a hobby, you know, were elevated to essentially the highest standard um, as a home cook. Um, I don't know, I just felt, it, it felt good to to know that I could be some that I could make something out of this. Hmm. That's awesome. So, so which dish in the finale were you most impressed with? And then 
I don't know if it also coincides. Which one do you find to be the most challenging from watching it? Um, well, you know, looking at the dishes, I think that everything that Caesar made, because actually we had talked about some of those dishes, and I was like, I, are you sure you're going to be able to do this in an hour? <laughs> um, that mole, right? Come on. Yeah. You know, being Mexican, that mole, I know that mole takes hours to make. You know, it's something that you would have to let sit on the stove. It's kind of like, you know, how, you know, other cultures do things like, you know, collard greens or all this mm -hmm. other stuff. But they're like, you need to let this, you know, do its thing. Um, and so I was like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that in an hour, but if you can, go for it. But just every every component that he did, creative, it was elevated, and just it was paying an homage back to his culture, which is also my culture. So he was my number one. Yeah. Um, so I think that the appetizer, that was definitely his Caesar's appetizer was the one that I was like, I don't know if you can do that, man, but <laughs> go for it if you think you can. Awesome. It was a showstopper. Don't you think? It was beautiful. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Um, so being that, you know, you, you got, like you said, the confidence that you didn't think you needed, I think that's good. And I, I'm sure probably a lot of your fellow competitors got that. Um, is there anything now that you're able to do that you weren't able to do before you started the show? Cooking-wise. Uh, like on a technical level? Yes. Yeah. You know, coming home, um, I did kind of have like, maybe like PTSD of <laughs> the kitchen. Because it was just like, I would come home and I would cook for my friends or my, my fiance. And I'd be like, you know, like in the kitchen, I'm just like, <laughs> like, you know, he's like, Junie, calm down. You're not being timed right now. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really helped me with time management. I used to be the type of person that would be like, yeah, dinner will be done in 30 minutes. And then like four hours later, it's like dinner's served. <laughs> so, time management. Uh, my plating skills have gotten so much better. You know, now, now I put every single detail, you know, into everything that I cook. Um, so those are really some of the big key takeaways that I, I've taken from that. And also really expressing my creativity because I felt that I was so boxed in by the ingredients and things that we had to cook in the MasterChef kitchen mm -hmm. that I wasn't able to show my true creativity and my true, I guess, culinary skills that um, I went into the competition hoping to show off. Word. Um, you mentioned about some catering things. Um, is there anything that you're doing now business-wise uh, that you can uh, let us know and, and people can support you in? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been, since leaving the show, I've been running my blog, which I've had before. Uh, you can find it at La Femme à Femme, which is French. It means the ladies hungry. Because <laughs> I'm always hungry. Yes. Or yes. <laughs> Um I do drag brunches uh, with Eat With. So I'm that actually surrounded awesome. by a bunch of wigs. Oh, shoot. Right now. <laughs> do you get in drag? Yes, that was one of the things that um, I was really hoping to, you know, talk about and show off in, uh, in the show, but it never really came up. But I I do drag, so that's one of my, my big creative outlets uh, in life, too, aside from my cooking. Have you ever actually cooked in drag? Because that has got to get hot as hell with a wig on your head in the kitchen. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yes, uh, I do a lot of the prep work. Out of, out of drag and <laughs> I do go. most of the assembly or like finishing touches in phase so um, because yes 
you have padding, you have like 10 things of like pantyhose. A oh, wig. I'm a wa- listen, this is my day to day. But what about heels? Are you in heels too when you're in the kitchen? Because that's dangerous. <laughs> Okay, if you're not wearing heels, you are not a lady. (laughs) I deserve the whole look, head to toe, even some nails sometimes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Listen, tricking with long nails, that's difficult. Functional. I don't know how you do it, but I give you props. (laughs) Well, Junie, thank you so much for joining us and and letting us know your experience and all of that. Uh, before we let you go, let the people know you kind of give your website, but you can repeat that. And also on social media, let the people know where they can find you. Absolutely. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, La Femme, that's L-A-F-E-M-M-E, A-F-A-M, F-A-I-M, or juniquevas.com. Um, and you guys can find me all there. Find Follow my blog. You can keep up with all my Eat With Dinners. Um, or even learn some new recipes like my orange sussed potatoes. Yeah, so, yeah. you know potatoes. that we know about those potatoes, Junie. You know, Lem Our loves them. Loved you still talk to Adam. Lem loved them. They were, I didn't do them justice, and they were still. T- I think to this day it's a great idea. Yeah, I, I would have to try you, yours because the ones yeah, that the Ashley made for me, yeah, they were not. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would try yours. I'm sure we'll yours are good. We'll leave it to the good. professionals. Exactly. Can we say that? Exactly. All, right, All good. But yeah, thank you so much, Junie. <laughs> thank Appreciate you, Junie. It. Yeah. Have a good night, and thank you for staying up and talking to us. Keep in touch, Junie. <laughs> All right. Bye. So, um, who thought um, Jerron was going to win? Like, who like thought? I really didn't want to. Didn't think I love Carolina? the guy. I, didn't, I wasn't. Right I that. didn't think, but I mean, I felt like the edit gave him like that underdog appeal, yeah, and yeah. so when they announced his name, I mean, I was genuinely like enthusiastically surprised. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll say this on the appetizer round. I was impressed. He yeah. killed yeah. it, and yeah. just not only killed it because I think they all did well. Yeah. But the the feedback that he got, mm-hmm. like I don't remember. Any negative feedback about his chicken? I mean, uh, the mm. quail. Excuse yeah. me. And nice. then to do that and never cook quail before, and just from what I've heard and watching other cooking shows and hearing and talking to chefs, quail is difficult. Super you tricky. Know? No. And you could probably speak to it, Carlina, but it's just not. No, there's no fat. Yeah. Um, it can easily overcook yep. things of that nature. A lot of people tend to burn quail. Right. Right. It. Right. And if you're trying to cook it like chicken, it's just not going to work. Yeah. And, I mean, kudos to him for trying to elevate it from the Nashville hot chicken, which is very popular, yeah. to trying to do it that way. But it worked. And I felt like yeah. I felt like he had a shot once the appetizer happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like sure. I felt like he was in the running. If he would have got the critique like maybe Ashley got with the dry uh, yeah. salmon or whatever, I'd have been like, oh, no. But once he got, you know, the good critique, I was like... Did, did you predict him last week? Um, I, I no. did. You did? No, I think you did. I think <laughs> I you did. He's I think you're both going to draw. No, no, he's going to say now. Roll the tape back. <laughs> roll the tape back. Don't play me. Don't play me. I think I did. I think you did, too. I, I think I did. Are they, y'all, what do you think? Are they getting, like, plating classes that we're not seeing? Because how do they? Yeah, Gerard magically was like, a fantastic right. plater. I was like, like, wait a minute. Where is well, this they were, What was funny was they were talking about his, his big fingers or big hands and saying, like, it was going to be challenging for him. Mm. He just and went through, like. He, he, he worked it out. He does. Now so he So I'm, sh- I'm sure. Come on now. 
I'm sure that They've there's there's, there's right? some help mm-hmm. there, assistance. Mm-hmm. Not I saying wish they would a, show that stuff. Because like, don't you guys want to learn that stuff too? But like, that's the magic of TV. Yeah. You no, can't but, give but too much. You're, you're showing home chefs and we're home watchers. Many, many <laughs> of us enthusiasts. Like That would be something uh-huh. I'd love to see. Like What are they teaching them? Right. Yeah. Some I, I of feel, us want to know. True. And I feel my biggest uh, thing about this season is that you really set it up as the three judges mm-hmm. competing against each other and being mentors. Right. And we've talked about this with many of the guests, but we never really got to see the mentorship. And we've heard it from so many guests right. saying, mm-hmm. oh, I wish you would have shown this, this, and this. Right. It would have been nice for right. the show to yeah. kind of break form a little bit more and show that. If totally. you're going to pitch it as that season, we're going to be mentors. Today. You mean right. you'd rather see mentorship than them flying in on a side of beef or yeah. like helicoptering in wearing, yes. you know, <laughs> that was crazy. jag uniforms? Yes, absolutely. I it's just I, I mean, stuff I'd love to see. I did think, I did like the American Idol-esque um, about going home because that's where I remember, you know, that happening. Yeah. Um, the top three American Idol. But I did like that and I think that that was the moment where it, it did humanize the judges and showing them hold on hold on hold on okay (laughs) they're wrong getting lost okay of course that was that was corny that was was definitely corny like I agree with that I'm like come on guys because MasterChef cannot stop from putting some cheese in there they they have to to. they have to I mean but it's also Fox guys I think Fox is is big on cheese I think great. Fox likes cheese. I'm but, just saying. So I want you to say that the writers are just sitting there. Yeah. Oh, have them go to their hometowns. Oh, right. that would be great. Like, Aron is, like, lost. That would be great. <laughs> and then they have to pitch it to him. Yeah. And I'm sure Aron's like, really? Yeah. Do no. I have to do right. this? I'm under I contract, think they I guess. Yeah. Like, and suddenly these I'm, chefs are, like, actors, too. Right. right? They have right. to, like, nah, come on. They sit in the car. <laughs> I love their, it's like their little reality show segment. Yeah. Like, oh, it is. It is so very much so. But, I mean, I think I liked it, not for the cheese, obviously, but... I think I liked it because what we've talked about with these cast members and the people that we interviewed is seeing them them be mentored and seeing them talk about their dishes and like yeah. you know like with you know um, Cesar was saying you know with Chef Aron and being like okay well if you do this dish it's going to be challenging mm-hmm. make sure you do this and make sure you do this and that was one of the things I just didn't get a chance to ask him how much influence Chef Aron actually had on the dishes he chose right. yeah. because that would be interesting to know if it was a big deal then that's it's huge yeah. that means they really were a part of that can I go real quick? I just want to like speed through who yeah. I gave my top to. So for top appetizer, I agree with you guys. Jerron definitely mm-hmm. killed it. Best entree, I gave that award to Cesar because, come on, that mole is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. And then the best dessert was Ashley. So I gave like each of them their thing. So for me, it was very close cut, but I definitely think Ashley wasn't in the top two, but I thought they were going to go with Cesar for sure. You thought they were going to go with Cesar. Yeah, but Gerard, like they set it up really good to where he did win. I was like, what? And then I was like, mm-hmm. yay! It was like one of those like, <laughs> right. what's happening? Yeah. So, right. yeah, just I just wanted to give my quick chef skills like, boom, boom, boom. Just give mm-hmm. everybody their, their credit. I maintain that Ashley, like, she's a great cook all around mm-hmm. and I 100%, Ashley, I love you. Uh, great name. Here but, comes the slam. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. What are you going to say? But here comes the slam. No, not a slam at all, but I just, she... I've always, in my mind, continually, I associate her with baking, and I feel like if she could just really focus on bake, she's like never failed on a dessert oh, or a sweet. I, I feel like that's hundred percent. She's got that on lock. Like I feel like she would just. She Kill does. It. She's a great chef as well, but I've just mm-hmm. never seen her do poorly on a on a dessert. Right? Am I wrong here? No, no, never no, seen no, her no do, you're right. Do poorly on a dessert. You're right. Well, for I feel Geron- like that might be her wheelhouse. Yeah. It is. 
because for Joran, the only things against him were just his knife skills, mm-hmm. and then uh, the coolie uh, that it wasn't uh, the plating wasn't consistent for all, all right. that. But other than that, he I mean, in terms of criticisms that we saw at least, they weren't as uh, severe mm-hmm. as what the others had. And then when you have Joe coming out and hugging him. I was like, all right, well, you really, I mean, you're building this up like this man is like, come from behind to like make it. So, yeah, so it's, how could you not root for him when he actually did win? And that's Sorry. the thing. And, and, and everyone loves Americans. We love an underdog, right? Yes. We love an underdog story. And I think it played into uh, the fact that, you know, even looking at, like, look at his mentor, it's Joe. Yeah. Like, Joe's the only one that's the non chef person. Like, he knows how to cook, but he's not at, Ramsey or, you know, Chefferon's level. Mm-hmm. So for him to be the one to win mm-hmm. with Jerron, who was probably the least of everyone, the underdog. So, I mean, it's just it's a coming of age story. Like It you was know, easy so. to root for Jerron. He's like he's never been nasty to a single person right. the entire that's true. step of the that way. Too. That's true. He's just been a great Great. Right. It's easy to root for him. And sure. I'm so happy. We're, I think we're all so happy for yeah, him. And absolutely. I think it's awesome that, like, the only time I cooked on the after show, sorry guys, you got to go to Cooking with Carlina for that, mm. but was when we had Jerron on. That's like that the only time. Look at that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Look at that. Right? <laughs> well, um, it's been our show. That's it. Aww. The season is over. It's so sad. Um, yeah, um, but it's been good. Uh, congratulations, Chef Ron. Yeah. Congratulations. congratulations, sir. Appreciate uh, him. Um, too bad we couldn't have him on the show, but we did have him, and he was pleasant and great, just As like always. he was on the show itself. So yes. uh, shout out to him, and I hope he has a great future ahead of him. So there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been our show. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, everyone, in the live chat. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Oh, <laughs> the MI feelings. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is it too you soon? know, our engineer is funny. Yeah. He's, 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 he's funny. a funny guy. Shout out to our engineer, too, who's been with us every yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Steve. Holding down. Steve. Making sure I go to the wives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm Lemon Gonzalez, and you can find me everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, at The Poet Saint. And also, you can check out my website where you will not see any recipes. Um, but you see other cool stuff. Uh, and that's uh, stayonthemic.com. And make sure you... St- Check me out on Are You The One? That's every Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Never fails. Ashley on camera, where are you at? Well, I'm not the one. I'll tell you all that. <laughs> um, but I do love to talk, even when we're not on air, about what you're eating and also what you're watching on Netflix. So if you want to talk to me about either of those things, or I don't know, send me pictures of your dog, whatever you want to do, find me online at Ashley on camera, across all social media, and please keep talking with me there because I'm going to miss y'all. So keep talking to me. Ashley on camera. Let's, let's connect there. I'm going to miss you guys, too. You guys know where to find me, at Cooking with Carlina, and then on Twitter, at Cook with Carlina. And uh, here's a little tidbit on one of my upcoming episodes. The Lem is going to be cooking with me. Oh, shoot. What? What? So you've got to follow me and Lem so you can see it. Absolutely. You're going to let him in your Oh, Lord, y'all. I won't miss any of you. So... (laughs) That'll be it. That'll be it for, for me. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Happy Go Jackie. Uh, I'll be doing an Instagram story about Lemon Eye. We're doing a little hot tubbing afterwards to uh, celebrate the end of another MasterChef season. Yeah. It's sweet. Hot it's tubbing, Lem. Uh, Get ready. Uh, anyway, going to the right. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you until next season. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. 
Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 